I'm Jazz. Hi, I'm Ollie, and welcome back to Mixed Talk. All right, so how have you been, Jazz? I'm going to steal your line once again. No, that's fine. I have been good. Um, if I'm being honest, today I was really, really bored, Aww. so... I just felt like this day is dragged, which is not good for no, a Friday. I was about to say, it's a Friday. It's the last day. It should be up and about. I know, but I really hated it. I was like, there's nothing to do. And I was even bored of looking at my phone and random oh, shit online. Yeah. Which okay. is saying something. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, it's been a good week. Um, so I don't know if you all know, but my boyfriend is back from Tunisia. Yay! Um, so I've been seeing him, which is really nice. Um, I forgot how annoying boys are. Sorry, Sam. Um, <laughs> no, it's been really nice. And yeah, it's nice to have something to do, somebody to see. Um, I actually did really miss him. So that was really cute. I feel like that's the biggest thing that's happened in my life so far. I haven't really done much else. Oh, Oh, I did do something really exciting today, um, which are going to be like, fucking finally, I booked my um, second tattoo. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't feel like we've talked about this tattoo since, Jesus, 10 episodes ago? About, it, is that... it was very, A long time. it was really, really spontaneous. This tattoo artist that I've been following for ages. I've been really like unsure of my the tattoo that I wanted. So I wanted it to like be for my nan basically, and um, I thought I knew what I wanted, um, but I just never went for it. I don't know. I just my, something was obviously holding me back, and then this tattoo artist that I follow, she put out these. They're called flash designs, and they were flowers for there were different flowers for each month and my nan's born in august my birthday was in august and um it was like a single line flower poppy and i was like yes that is what i want and I, it just was like it clicked i was like that is actually what i want so i just sent it straight away and i was like i want that i want that <laughs> So yeah, very spontaneously done. Um, I haven't actually booked in the date yet. I don't think I'll get it done till the summer. That's very I am, exciting. I'm happy for you. What about you? How's life um, been? Before, I feel like this is just very inappropriate to say now um, after having such a sweet moment. But um, the reason why I started oh, no, laughing in the beginning is because I heard I finally have someone to do. And... <laughs> Oh, you say something. That is you say not what I meant. But I heard someone, and I just couldn't stop laughing because I legit thought you say that, and I was like, "Why are you taking this so seriously?" So I just, I don't want, I don't want. I, mean, I just wanted to explain myself. If you hear me giggling I mean, that in the true. background, <laughs> this is why. It's been three months, guys. It's been three months. It's been a long time. It's been a try match. It's been a try match. <laughs> I mean, don't they have like a dry jan or something? No. That's the oh. drink. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> read read into it, like, it however you no, want. No, not, no, but. You know? Anyways, moving anyway. on. How was my week, babe? You asked. Uh, moving on to that. 
right now I cannot remember shit but it's been really good actually I have been doing some of my new year's resolution you will hear in this episode that I will cannot speak like words cannot come out of my mouth yes um I have been in contact with my sisters and thank you um and now we have a pact of meeting up once a week and working out lord bless me because I feel like I do that already but like knowing that I have to meet up is kind of like commitment phobia kind of thing so here we are I've I don't know I've just been speaking to so many amazing people lately and I just feel I don't know happy and I I don't um I remember there was this interview that I had without saying too much into it but there was this interview that I had to like to what I thought was my, well, I think is my dream job. I thought is my dream. I don't know what I'm doing with my life at this moment in time. And I remember the interview. I don't know if she's even listening to this. I am very messy right now. Um, She was like telling me that I don't have enough experience and like I need to explore more and just all that good jazz. And I've been doing that and I've just kind of been reflecting on that. And like, is it weird to say thank you for not giving me that job? Because I realize right now that I was not ready and I know I'm not ready now Mm. because I'm still like experimenting and living my life and trying to figure out more within the career path that I want and I'm like thank you you know it's it's a very weird grateful place that I am in right now even though there are some some things that I wish were different but yes no um my week has been weird weird (laughs) no I think that's really nice I think what a positive way of thinking about things Um, thank you I I don't know if you can hear this but um I've been doing a lot of meditation lately (laughs) I've been going back to my yoga roots Mm. I don't know if this is reflecting on the how I'm speaking right now but (laughs) couple wines down you know a couple wines down and it's a Friday okay first of all well done to us because we are recording on a friday over a week before this episode is due in i am yeah well proud but norwegian time it is 11 40 and my brain is dead it is bedtime i am ready to just fall asleep but yeah my week has been great and i am excited for this week's podcast actually Yeah, before you go away, guys, we've got some very exciting stuff ahead. Yes, so I hope you enjoy this next session, no? Yeah. Yeah, next session, let's go with that. Enjoy. So, we have a very exciting guest on our podcast today, an amazing friend who we've known from uni. He is the one and only Ming. I can't believe you're actually on here. Um, I don't know if you want to tell our lovely listeners a bit about yourself. Um, I don't know, your, well, I've already said your name, but what you're studying, what your hobbies are, maybe what your star sign is. Okay, yeah, of course. Hello, everyone. I'm Ming, and my pronouns is hey, they, your favourite Zembo. <laughs> in this world <laughs> and also <laughs> yeah um i studied 
in University of Sussex with Jazz, Oli, and also Jordi as well. And yeah, now I'm studying in London. I'm doing performance design and practice in Central Saint Martins. And my, I don't know what do I like to do normally. I think I love drinking. It's part of British culture. That's one thing I learned after I moved to this country. And yeah, clubbing, hanging with my friends, sleeping. I love sleeping. I love my bed. I can literally stay in bed and just scrolling my phone like TikTok for whole day. I know it's so bad, but yeah, I count it as a bad hobby. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, and yeah, that's me. What else do you want to know? Um, did you say your star sign? <gasps> oh yeah, sorry, my star sign. Uh, I'm Scorpio, and <gasps> my rising is Pisces. <laughs> okay, explain <laughs> it, Jazz. No, <laughs> explain <originally> it. <laughs> originally, I if I was born on time, no, if I was born the time I was supposed to be born, I was meant to be a Scorpio.、Um, okay. But yeah, no, <laughs> okay. I don't know why I yeah, had that、okay. reaction. <laughs> That's fair enough. That's cool. Yeah, I'm Scorpio, and my rising is Pisces, and、uh, Moon is Virgo. So that's me. Very sentimental, a little bit toxic. Very passionate. I mean, love a little bit of toxic toxicity. <laughs> I feel like everyone is a little bit toxic, to be honest with you. True. Every star song. Yeah, no, no one is no, perfect, no, right? No, definitely not. All right, all right. Listen, um, we've also got one question that we all have to answer, and I don't know if Ollie wants to tell you. Okay. I would like to underline the most important question you will get in your whole entire life. Okay, this will, this will, this will be stuck on you for the rest of your. Okay, no, people change. Okay, I do understand that, but still, it will get stuck on you. So the question is, what cocktail are you? <laughs> oh my god! I. Thing I don't know. Should I just say my favorite cocktail? Probably that would be me, cause my, f- yeah, yeah, my yeah, favorite cocktail would be um whiskey sour. Yeah, I... I couldn't find it in the UK. That's so weird. Like, not many bar or pubs do that. They do whiskey sours because my favorite is amaretto sours. Actually, okay. So I know they do whiskey sours. Yeah, yeah. I um. Yeah, I think the reason. But why would you say? <laughs> why would you say you're a whiskey sour? <laughs> well, because I'm old. <laughs> no joking. Because I don't know. I just feel like it's smoky and also has like lemon juice and egg white in it. So it's quite complex. I think I'm a complex person. Like. I don't know. I'm old, but also I have a young soul. <laughs> Can I explain it like that? <laughs> you guys are yay! No explanation. I love that. I actually think is that. that. Yeah, same. Like the why I love asking this question is that it's so different. Like 
someone else could have said mm. a whiskey sour and their explanation could be like a 180 from what you said and it's just amazing that that is your reasoning and i do see i do see that like a little yeah. complex contrast little, like, mysterious well. contract <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it i love it i'm here for it okay okay all right so kicking this off to a little bit more of a serious start thinking that jazzy will lead us off on our first question yeah so we just like holly said we've got a few questions for you mm-hmm. and um we just think you'd be a really interesting person to talk about um or interview because obviously you aren't originally from the uk mm-hmm. Um, so we just wanted to know what is it like moving from China to the UK or mm. what was it like? Um, I don't know if you want to kick us off with that. <laughs> yeah, of course. Like, definitely it's a new chapter of my life for sure because, yeah, I was in a stable relationship for four years and also life in China was just so great and so easy. But... I just always thinking that we only live once. So I really want to explore the world because there's so much more I want to experience and to see. Um, but to be fair, when I first moved to the UK, it's not, it's really tough. Like you're moving to a foreign country and you don't really know anyone and you have to speak in like your second language. And for quite a long time, I was so shy or worried about my English skill because I feel like, oh, if I didn't say it properly or with some, uh, with some mistakes, people will just judge me or, yeah, people will feel like, oh, you can't even speak it properly. Why you? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But anyway... Now we survived. I really enjoy the life in the UK right now. And, but also probably because my parents, they always move around the China. So I didn't really stay in one city for a long time. So that made me, can be like very easily to adapt to a new environment. Yeah. That's really interesting actually. And Adding on to that, I I don't know if you remember, but I just, this really stuck with me when I was at uni. I remember we was talking, I think it was in mm-hmm. third year, and we were with uh, Arabella, one of our lecturers, and, um, sorry, no, sorry, sorry yeah. and um, we were talking about marginalised people or um, race, and I think, mm-hmm. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember you saying, and I think it was then, that you'd gone from when you was in China, you were part of like the majority race. Yeah. Um, and then when you came mm-hmm. to England, mm-hmm. you was part of a minority or you was kind of put into this box of like, oh, you're, yeah, you're basically mm-hmm. the minority race of the yeah. country. And I didn't know like mm-hmm. whether this made you feel a certain way or how did you feel about that? Like now you're, now you're in the UK, you're seen as, I don't know, you're like, place as a person of colour, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, God. I mean, I still not get used to 
say that I'm people of color or like minority because, um, in I I do believe that race is more like a socially constructed, and you know people want to make a hierarchy out of it so that it's a power thing, it's a power dynamic. So even in China, like, um. I was a majority uh race, but still, if you are foreigner, no matter you go to like Japan or China, you feel totally different. I don't know if it makes sense. Like, I went to Japan, and some certain place they don't allow like foreigner to get in, and also even in China, like some foreigners will be get discriminated. So yeah, after all, it's just a power dynamic,、um, but yeah, it takes quite a while to learn all this、um, race theory behind the very Eurocentric point of view. So that's something I'm trying to. I'm still learning. Like yeah, I'm pretty new to this whole.、Uh, Perspective, I think. Yeah, that's actually really interesting. I never thought of it like that, to be honest.、Mm. No, definitely not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and also like my experience could be very different from um people, for example, like East Asian or Asian people who grew up in the UK. Yeah, so that's what we always talk about, like, ah.、Uh, Actually, as an international student, I'm not my migrant, but also, yeah, I feel like I'm staying in the limbo, like between actually live here or in China, because definitely what the education I accepted was all from like Western Eurocentric point of view, yeah. I, my. First of all, my sorry, I'm gonna speak like closer to the mic. First of all, my brain is actually exploded. Like I feel like I have lived it most of my life within the Westernized、um, society. So、mm. me also being an international student in the UK, I've never really thought about that. My education is from the Western side point of view. Why you're just out here? Like I'm sorry,、yeah. my 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 mind. Literally, I don't know if you saw my mind just getting blown. <laughs> like, wow, I, because that is actually、yeah. a question. Like, what are you gonna do with the education? Is it um a different kind of? Obviously, I feel like it is a different kind of point of view. But with, when we discuss within theater, how what is the differences within what、mm. you learn? Is that a bit too spot on to reflect on right now? Because that is. Totally fine. This is just a question that popped into my head because my mind is again blown. Thank you. <laughs> in in theatre, what what do you mean? Like uh, uh, what I learned because you're the... doing a theatre degree or like you have you're doing a master's now within theatre. Um, how would you、mm-hmm. use that、yeah. degree in? Let's say if you decide to go back in China, will it be hard to build a? To build a career within that fucking masters you're gonna get soon. Oh, Jeez, first of all, it's soon. What the fuck?、God. But that's not the, that is not point in case. But like,、Ooh. is it going to be hard for you to build yourself up within 
China thinking of like your westernized degree. Girl. Yeah, honestly, that's so, oh my God, that question is so amazing. Like, that's why I'm so struggling right now because I feel like, especially we're used to study performance art and all the, yeah, postmodern era about like art, but I feel like I don't know if China, obviously the censorship is really strict. That's one point. And also, I don't know what people really can accept it because it's, yeah, like I said, what we started is very Eurocentric and the art environment is totally different in China. But also that's part of the reason I moved to the UK because I've experienced both sides because I did my first degree in a film school in China. Yeah, so I'm still thinking, should I move back to China after I graduate or stay in the UK? Because definitely, if you stay in the UK, you can have more, um, no matter resource or like freedom to do whatever you want to do. But the life would definitely be easier in China because I got my family there. I got my connection in China as well. So yeah, I'm still trying to figure out. But yeah, that's a really good question, actually. Wow, 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 wow. Um, I am a person who always goes with my gut feeling. Um, I don't feel like this is something everyone mm. should... People tell me not to do that, but you know what? I've come this far, so let's let's see how far my gut goes. And I do believe that hopefully when that time comes, you will know. Like maybe you will not know until you like book the next day ticket and be like, this is this is what feels right. But if you feel exactly. right being in Europe, like yeah. again, the world is so small. It's a plane ride away mm. to see your family again. True. Oh, I miss my family, especially oh the COVID happened, so I haven't been back. For four years. Four years. So I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen my family for four years. It's really tough. I, how? Yeah. Yeah. Sad tears. Are you planning to go back soon? Because it's, uh, I wish I could, but yeah, the quarantine is really strict in China still. And also I don't have that much time to do the quarantine in China, but yeah, I really wish one day I could meet my family. I mean, I guess your. I mean, when does your masters finish? I suppose it's soon, isn't it? It's. I feel like it's gone so quickly. Mm. I know it's almost a year, but I still have another year to go. It's like two years program. Oh, oh nice. No, that is nice. Okay, so di directing our deep talk a little bit left. Um, I would like to know the, the differences between the gay culture within Brighton and the gay culture within China, if you would want to like explain your own experiences as well <laughs> as maybe destigmatize yeah. the social norms that have been created because i feel like i personally have my own view 
on it just because of the of the internet basically and what i've heard so just i want to know your point of view mm. and see and just learn more basically okay here we go let's spill the tea well i <laughs> but also still i have to say that it's much more like my personal experience because i can't stand for like all the chinese queer people who move to like a foreign country um so yeah, I used to live in Beijing for for five no, actually five years. So like as an international city, of course, like um we have the biggest gay club in Asia. Oh wow. I mean in Beijing. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. It's like it's called Destiny. Oh no, no, no. Oh fuck. No, it's called Destination. <laughs> so I just this one. Destiny destination. <laughs> I mean. Sorry. Yeah, I shouldn't say the bad words. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's called destination, and it has like three floors, so it's massive. And I don't know the biggest difference. Probably. Hmm. I would say. I love Brighton because I feel like Brighton is. Chill and very hippie style as well, and also I heard of like Brighton is a gay capital in the UK, so that's also one of the reason I choose to study there. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like in Brighton people are not that judgmental. Doesn't make sense. Not not even like being being a gay or something, but like. In the gay community, people are more. I I don't want to say superficial or shallow in China, but like, people focus on oh everyone should have like fit body and they have to be very masculine and, uh, always wearing designer brands. Yeah, they want to be popular, but in Brighton, no one gives a. Damn. So yeah. <laughs> you can swear. Yeah, that's that's one thing. I, yeah, that that's one thing I really love Brighton. To be honest, yeah, it's just so chill, and it feels like you can find your inner peace in Brighton. But also the, maybe the negative, wise, I would say um, the, maybe the club culture, the drug culture,、mm-hmm. drug. Yeah, it's. It's kind of like a culture shock for me because in China it's it's definitely you can't do it, yeah. It's it's a bottom line. So I never did anything in China, but in Brighton, I even go to the house party. You can see. People like smoking and doing some sort of things.、Uh, that really shocked me because I o- I only seen that in the movie. <laughs> I never experienced it in the real life. Yeah, that's a difference. I guess. Yeah, I definitely see that.、Um, also, I remember.、Um, you can obviously tell me if this is too much, but I remember having a conversation with you、uh, a couple. <laughs> I mean,、mm. a couple months now. Ago and you talked about fetishize, fetishization, fetish. What? How do you say that word? Jesus. <laughs> fetishization. Jesus. Why can't I say that? Anyway, <laughs> that word.、Um, and we were talking about it because, like, 
and something just clicked in me right now because when we, you were talking mm. earlier about how you were not a minority in china Mm. but when you came to like the uk you became mm. like a person of color you became like you stuck out as a sore, sore thumb mm-hmm. so i feel like how did you deal with the fetishization that came Jesus, came <laughs> with that. yeah and yeah. have you experienced some of that like we're not naming names but just um oh that's that's for sure i mean to be honest that's one of the difference between like I live in China and in the UK because in in the UK um when people say hey I like oh that always happen in the smoking area like you know like when some drunk girls want to introduce you to their <laughs> gay friends and say oh you guys should be together or something and that's really scary that my first thought would be oh that say no that I'm Asian. Really? Right? Like in China. Yeah, in China, if some people want to introduce you a date or a boyfriend, I would never think, oh, yeah, does say no, I'm Chinese. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make sense at all. But like after I moved to the UK, that really scares me because I do feel like, yeah, um, I'm not sure whether people like me or not because of my race. Because what I experience is that people either go crazy for you or they're just not interested. That's so, yeah, that's one thing that I found is really funny. I guess, yeah, probably that's fetishizing people, like fetishizing experience I had as well. Really, and and, and just purely on your race, you felt like it was like one extreme or the other. Do you think there's ever been a middle ground? Yeah. It's really hard to find middle grounds. Uh, I mean, I have several um, like East Asian friends in the UK or in the Euro, but every time we check Tinder, we match, it's always the same group of people. Oh, really? Yeah, like even... Yeah, <laughs> even my ex-boyfriend, he was like uh, dating so many Asian people as well. And I guess that's where my insecurity comes from, because I feel like, oh, so you're, you're dating me because I'm Asian or you just love who I am as me. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I bet that's really difficult. Um because uh, I mean, you hear it a lot. You hear people saying, "Oh, um, I I prefer like this. I don't know. Um, I prefer like black women, or I I want to be with somebody mm-hmm. who's. This is just an example. I want to be with somebody who's black because I want mixed race babies. I think it can be really difficult. Mm-hmm. But actually hearing oh, it is that's mm-hmm. actually hearing it from you yeah. is really. It's I, weird, isn't it? Like. Yeah, why you say that? Why you say, oh, I want to mix pe- like baby or I-, I just want to date black people or Asian people. Yeah, like, I mean, we all have a type. Yeah. Right? Like some people love like guys wearing glasses or some people love like taller guys. Yeah, but I don't think the type should base on your skin color or like where you're from. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, I definitely agree. I think people, like you said, have preferences, but it's got to go beyond a looks or something like that. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, there's no depth to a relationship and that can be hard. Or like you said, you can become insecure. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like there, is, like being in a relationship or finding like a partner or even just being in the dating scene is already hard as is as is. Before adding the factor of fetishize, Jesus Christ, fetishization. <laughs> I, I'm gonna practice in that word, guys. Um, but like, r- dating is hard as it is because like you think about your looks, not because of your race, but like is my hair okay is like is this what is this t-shirt okay for this and da, da, da. Mm. but like adding the deeper factor of does he know that i'm gay like i've never really that has never really sunk in because mm. it, it's so foreign so i how do yeah. you how do you um if i could be this person but like how is your dating life <laughs> and how are like are your yeah, how is your just how is your dating life right now? Um, with his thoughts carrying in, you can say this is a too deep of a question <sighs> if it's too much. Yeah, like, I, it's it's very difficult to answer to be honest. Like, I'm still learning and still adapting to this new environment, but I do feel like if I'm going to date someone. First thing first is that he can understand some no matter experience or I wouldn't say trauma because I didn't really have yeah experience any trauma yet in the UK but yeah at least he can understand the experience of being a people of color living a foreign country either one of them, I think that'd be perfect because sometimes it's just so exhausting that you have to explain everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's understandable. I don't know. I just... I'm just amazed. <laughs> Wait, it's not also okay. No, it's amazing. No, it's amazing. You are blowing I, I our don't... minds, Ming. Like, no. I love it. I love it. I love it here. I want to be here. I want to be in this conversation forever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but also, like, you guys can, like, say something as well so that I wouldn't feel too awkward. No, I just think it's really interesting. I just... No, I Mm. love it, I think. I've just never... I mean, obviously, we're all people of colour here, but all with very different experiences. And I think, for me... That's true. Growing up in the UK, uh, growing up in London my whole life, you know race is a fact for me but it's never been such a like worry for me I've never had that thought of and I know you said you've only had it since you moved to the UK but I've never had that thought of will they like me because of my skin colour and I just skin colour or um had Mm -hmm. to think I think I've never thought that like deeply about my love life or my relationships and I just think it's really Mm. eye-opening and really interesting and conversations that we need amen yeah amen i do want to second that i feel like i have had such a different experience than you um because even though i am i would say i'm a person of color but i feel like i've always been an outsider just because i'm a foreigner in every country i go in even my own country kenya my own country norway i always feel like 
So I've oh. always had that in my head, but I've never really thought like, for example, when you blowing my mind telling me like you became a minority, like being a minority in a country mm. that you like, it's just like, wait, what? You're, you're, you, this is a new experience for you? Huh? But just because of it, it's, <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? But also like, I have my own personal things because like I yeah. have my weight things i have my hair i have my skin color so it's just like different factors that bring in so it's just like speaking to someone with mm. i would say the grounding of the same experience of being a person of color but branching out into such a different road mm. being like it's just very interesting mm. for me to listen to because i've never really had this conversation from your perspective and i'm like it's no so yeah. us not speaking a lot is us just like yeah. taking in information and being like wow yeah. wow <laughs> but also yeah that's why i do feel like we should identify us as global majority instead of like minority because from the global wise we do have more population than people of no color amen yeah. listen guys it's done <laughs> well, it's a wrap it's a wrap we're done that is a quote we end on here yeah i i can't remember where did i where did i say this but definitely yeah uh i think it was in some interview and or some stand-up and yeah it was a black woman and his she said oh people of color but maybe we should just call them people of no color yeah a minority yeah. it's actually yeah funny yeah that is actually um yeah no because i was what is it called no yeah that is actually very true people of no color <laughs> does not make much of the population guys so listen who around the world <laughs> yeah uh. we us yeah we should be really proud of it I just wanted to know, like, um, since we're in this fetishization blah, 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 and um, just mm. the gay community and all that. So you've spoken about like Brighton and we've spoken about China. But like, is it different in London? I moved to London only, wait, last September. So how long was that? Almost six months, roughly. Like more, yeah, just six months. But still, uh, London is quite similar to Beijing. I guess they're all international city, and yeah, I feel like I moved back to Beijing. Honestly, like, just so stressful. Even you walk on the road, and everyone was so busy. For example, if you want to hang out with your friend in Brighton, you can literally just call him or her, like, hey, I'm going to grab a drink. Do you want to join me? And they will say, yeah, why not? Because it's only like 10 minutes walk mm. or 15 minutes walk because Brighton is so small. But in London, like, honestly, you have to book <laughs> for the next week. Like, hey, Jess, do you have time for like next Wednesday or next Friday? Uh, it's just so tired. I'm so tired of it. Yeah. Yeah. But also the good side probably would be uh, there's so much to see and so many things happening in London. Yeah, that's one thing I like it a 
well, but also it's it's about the time, cause I've stayed in Brighton for three years, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, now I'm doing a master, and of course there'll be more opportunities in London for sure. That's why I feel like yeah, it's about the time to move to the new chapter. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you on that. Um, I like obviously. Well, I'm a little, a tiny bit out of London, but um, I've lived in London my whole life. But in Brighton, it was, I agree, really nice that you could just like meet、yeah. up with friends really spontaneously. Whereas here, you、True. really have to pick it up. Like, there's no sp- <laughs> so. We've only met. Since we've been in London with Geordie, I think once because we're so like far away from each other. Even though we're all under the、oh, London bracket, the it's just so spread out. Yeah, it just makes it really hard. But、um, yeah, no, I moved. Yeah, and also London is pricey as well. Is it? Yeah,、oh. exactly. Like yeah, I know. It's just so pricey. <laughs> it definitely is.、Um, but no, I agree. Also, like I moved back. Home to London because there are more opportunities there,、yeah. so it's a it's a difficult one. But yeah, moving on to I mean we've obviously moved on to a lovely light <laughs> note, but actually moving away from maybe like the more deeper topics, I'm interested in like maybe you could tell our listeners what you're studying、uh, at the moment because、mm-hmm. um, I don't know a lot about it really. And what it's like, what you're currently working on, because、um, it does all look very <laughs> interesting, but I don't know a lot about、uh-huh. it. Oh,、uh, I mean the course, the program I'm doing now is very broad. To be honest, like people always ask, "Oh, what does it mean, performance design and practice? Does it mean like your director or your set designer or?" Your performer, but no, I mean, all of my classmates they're from multiple、um, background. For example, I would say probably I'm from、um, film background because I studied like drama and film as well for my BA. And、um, some people they're from costume, and some people from dance background. So. Yeah, I mean, probably it's more like making you as a multidisciplinary artist instead of just focus on one thing. For example, last year I did two installations and、uh, one performance piece, and yeah, I I just want to try different things and to see which one is my. Performance, and the next step, I will probably do a short film, and I'm writing the script <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> yeah, and it will be、uh, shooting in Brighton, hopefully. Wow,、yeah. exciting! <laughs> wow. Okay, seriously, what? Wow. Well,、yeah. proud. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, also studying in UAL Saint Joseph Martin is very um. I would say it's like very competitive because obviously they're all from like they're all the best. So I don't want to be mediocre or the 
the the not the one that nobody likes. That sounds no. That sounds terrible. How how should I say it? Like, I think competitive. <laughs> I just want to be the best. I just try. Yeah, want to try my best and to be the best as well. So I feel like most of the stress are from myself. Stress and anxieties are from myself. I think, but. Yeah, we'll see. Still got one year. I am excited to see. No, it's really exciting. Yes. Um, yeah. So I guess that <laughs> goes nicely into. Um, so you're writing this short film, and it's going to be in Brighton. Mm-hmm. I mean, where do you see yourself? It's a big question, but where do you see yourself in five years, roughly? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can just say just like happy. A job interview. <laughs> Oh, speaking of job, Jess, do you remember? Oh, can I tell the audience? I want to know. Yes. In a house party, in a house party, you were you were asking me, Ming, have you ever get a real job? Oh, in I, your life. I was so added by <laughs> the podcast. Jess is just out here <laughs> outing Ming and his life decisions. You know. You know what? I'm still thinking about that word. Still, even till today. Every time when I feel not feeling any motivation or like feeling lazy, I just think of jazz. Like Ming, have you ever get a real job in your life? I'm dying. Your words I'm haunted dying. me. I love it. See me as your evil. Guardian angel <laughs> on your little shoulder. No, but I really appreciate <laughs> it. Okay, back to the question. Uh, I think in five years, I don't know. Yeah, cause I don't feel like when you're in your twenties, it's like even different month you feel you're a different person, especially after some certain events happened. And it just definitely change you totally. But in five years, I wish. Um, I can be more productive, like instead of being lazy. Or I can get a real <laughs> job. I'm loving this drama. I'm loving this drama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll say that. I see myself in five years. <laughs> Have a proper job. Oh, don't. Being a professional. Don't. I change. I take <laughs> Just... it all back. Don't get a real job. It's disgusting. No, 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 no. Don't. Please don't. Please don't. I'm going to print it out and put it on my wall so that I can get the motivation to work my ass. Wow. Oh, I feel like that is such a great, great yeah. not note to wrap this up and say... <laughs> Ming, you have been fucking amazing. Thank you so much for being our <laughs> guest in Mixed Talk. And we need to have you soon so we oh can get God. more juicy details <laughs> and more drama oh, <laughs> and update. updates in this show. Yes, because amazing. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you for having me as well. Yeah, definitely. And if any of you have got any questions that you want to ask Ming or just want to have a little chat, 
please DM us on Mixtalk99 or if you're old school like Holly says, give us a little email on Mixtalk99 at gmail.com. All right, remember to take care of one another and we will speak soon. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> I'd love to see you two doing this. Okay. <laughs> Done. Am I being too chaotic? Am I being too messy, like in an interview, like in a podcast? I'm so worried.